In this video, I'm going to show you how you can be amazing at sales without being salesy. I literally am going to break down three things that need to be present in your life so that you can be amazing at sales without being salesy. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. We've all had a negative experience of maybe a friend or a relative or someone that we've known that has tried to sell us something, whether it's a car, whether it's insurance, a financial service, whether it's a network marketing, it just makes us feel like super icky. We feel not super understood. We feel maybe awkward or like our experience has like is worse because of that interaction. Here's my challenge. I'm not only going to hopefully inspire and equip you to be amazing at sales, but we need to set the bar to say when people interact with us, they should simply be better off interacting with us whether they buy or sell. And that's what good salespeople will fundamentally do. And so if you take what I'm about to share with you, the three simple step framework, I should say, to be amazing at sales, you can literally be amazing at anything that you put your mind to as it relates to selling a service or a product. Now, I will also say that after going through these three simple steps as it relates to being amazing at sales, you might feel like what you're representing, your service or product, is not worthy of selling. And that might be one of the greatest things that come out of watching this video is you might say, hey, I'm thinking short term, I'm cutting corners, and my product or service is actually not adding value to the world. And as a result, this is why I'm not showing up authentically. And so that might be something that also comes from this video. And so the three things that I want to talk about is I want to talk about competency. I want to talk about getting clear on what people really want and then certain ways to eliminate the friction that are in people's way to getting to where they, where they want to go. So when I first started in the financial service space, I was given more sales books, more sales training, than I was actually trained about financial services. So life insurance is a good example. I was learning how to sell life insurance, how to deal with your questions, how to deal with objections without fundamentally understanding how life insurance, how term insurance, how permanent insurance works. Of course, like I took, I knew enough to pass the test, but at the end of the day, I didn't understand why these products were valuable. I didn't understand how they worked. I didn't actually understand why they would be beneficial to you. I just learned how to sell them, how to ask you questions and how to essentially trap you in the corner to get you to sign something so that your family will be better off and I'll get paid. Now, the justification to a lot of people in the financial service space and I'm sure in other industries is, hey, if we don't teach Caleb how to sell, then he'll never be able to make money and he'll never be in the space to begin with. So they kind of justify this by saying, how have you sell? And then that will, through selling, you're going to create some competency. And through that competency, you're going to create confidence. And then through that confidence, you're going to create conviction and you're even going to be better. And while there's truth to that, and while I'm an example of something that, you know, I probably had a version of that, I've seen so many people get burnt out. And more importantly, so many people unethically being sold to because people are not taking the time to actually learn. And so this might be super unpopular, but if you are in a sales position representing a service or a product, instead of learning another sales tactic, instead of taking another sales training, I challenge you to be absolutely obsessed about your product or service and learn everything there is to know about it. Learn the pros, learn the cons, learn what, who really, really will benefit from this, who will really not benefit from this, and really become a master on what you're selling. Um, this, this people might disagree with you. What, people might disagree with this, but I, at the end of the day, Competency creates confidence. 
And that confidence will create conviction and conviction when you're confident and you don't have to like memorize a bunch of questions going into a meeting will put you so much farther ahead than anybody else. But the sad reality is you have to take and you have to learn. And so I'm a big fan of working for free. I'm a big fan of shadowing. I'm a big fan of learning from other people. And yes, you might be thinking like, Caleb, I I have to make money. I I like have to make money in the next week or two or I'm not going to be in the sales position. And if you're in a position that you have to make money fast, I would really, really encourage you to maybe get another job and learn along the way because I believe that selling when you don't actually understand a service or product is something that is not good and will ultimately bite you in the butt in the long run and will hurt your confidence and kill your momentum. I'm just speaking what I believe is is truth. Like if you don't understand the underlying service or product that you're selling and you have to make money, you are literally put in a position that you will never succeed. And I'm not saying you might make money. I'm saying long-term you're gonna regret selling what you're selling in that moment. And you'd be way better off taking a part-time job, learning from someone, shadowing someone and creating that confidence because you have competency in what what the product or service that you're selling. So that's that's a mini rant number one is competency creates confidence. Be comp be be competent. Don't just try to learn confidence through a sales tactic. Step number two is understanding the definition of efficiency. Efficiency is one of my favorite definitions, and it's literally the ability to avoid wasting materials, energy, efforts, money, and time in producing a desired result. Okay, so in Caleb's definition, it's removing any friction to get to where you want to go. So the step two in being an amazing salesperson is get ultra crystal clear on what your client really wants. Not frame a question to get them in a corner where you're using their words against them. No, seek really first, seek first to understand where they are and ask the question like, what is their why? If money wasn't an issue, what would they be doing? What do they really want? What would they will be willing to die for? Like, I know this is deep, but if you can get really, really clear on someone's desired result, that's, that's one of the most powerful things. And that ultimately should be the metric. At the end of the day, if you can help someone better accomplish what they really, really want, or better yet, show them how they can better do what they already want to do, you'll sell 100% of the time. It's when we're selling benefits and features to something and like maybe we're selling like a retirement dream when you don't even want to retire. That's not at the fundamentally what you truly want. And so I'm telling you all these things about retirement and the problems about retirement and how I can solve your retirement issues. You could care less about retirement or that doesn't resonate with you. That happens all the time in a ton of products or services. So number two is get really, really clear on your desired result. Number three is getting really clear about all the the friction points and barriers that is getting in between your client into where they want to go. And this is not just something that relates to your product or service, but uh, an amazing salesperson will start highlighting all the issues, all the friction points, all the materials, energy, efforts, and time wasters that are getting in your way to getting to your desired result. And you start highlighting that and, and you start laying that out because that is going to help the person that you're selling to get really clear of like, oh, they actually understand. And yes, like that is an issue and that is an issue. It's a, it's a form of active listening, but it's actually something that is is not easy to do. Not a lot of people have the ability to listen to where someone really wants to go and then start highlighting all the problems that could get in the way. And then the, ma- the magical really 
the nugget in this whole thing is can your product or service eliminate some of those friction points? Can they eliminate some of the friction points that are getting in your client's way to get to where they want to go? And if the answer is yes, then share that. Share the, the solution to their pain, not the benefits to your product or service. Explain how someone will better be able to get to their desired result in that they've articulated to you because of this product or service. Better yet, here's a, here's a better question, and it could be a convicting question. Is your product or service the actual best thing for your client to do? Another way to ask this is if your mother was in your client's shoes right now and you had no financial incentive, would you recommend your product or service? If the answer is no, I would highly encourage you to take a step back and, and figure out what do you want to dedicate your life to in selling? Because life is insanely short and it would be a shame to go through our entire life selling things that we don't really care about to make money for what? I'm telling you, um, there's a shortage of people that can really do the hard work of number of, of number one being competent in an area, number two highlighting some what someone really really wants out of life, and number three helping them get there. If, if you can get these three things in the ability to sell, then find something that you really really believe in because that combination is the most powerful combination. And there's a reason why people in sales will make some of the most money out of anyone because it truly is a value add. Like you are adding so much value because you're adding value to the person that you're serving. You're adding value to the company that you're representing and you're making money because you're literally creating value out of thin air because of, of that gifting. And so in summary, when we think of selling or when we hear the word selling, a lot of us don't like that's not attractive because selling has been hijacked for so many years and we've had so many bad interactions. But if number one, you can be competent in whatever you sell and that becomes the benchmark. And number two, you can get, you can seek first to understand where people are at and what they truly want. You can actually do that. And number three, you can start highlighting some of the friction points and asking the question, does my product and service eliminate some of these friction points or better yet, is my product or service the best thing that can help them get to their desired result? If you can be in a place to honestly say yes and communicate that, sky's the limit. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.